What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments in securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. I've been using Treasury Direct at treasurydirect.gov for several years. And overall, I've been pretty happy using it to buy I-bonds and other U.S. Treasuries like T-bills. However, there are some quirks with using Treasury Direct, and many people on internet forums have complained about how horrible their experience has been using Treasury Direct. One of the biggest complaints I've seen is getting locked out of their Treasury Direct account. And this personally happened to me earlier this year, and I can definitely say it was a frustrating experience. So in this video, I'm gonna go over four things I think everyone should know before opening a Treasury Direct account to hopefully have the smoothest experience possible. All this right after. I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, I talk about stocks, SPACs, Bitcoin, options, fixed income, and anything on my mind related to investing. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like if you enjoyed this video as it truly helps out the channel. So without further ado, let's get right into it. The first thing you should know before opening a Treasury Direct account is that you must remember your three security questions. In the several years that I've had a Treasury Direct account, I've only been asked to answer my three security questions one time. And that one time I answered the questions incorrectly and was locked out of my account. And the only way to unlock my account was to call Treasury Direct. When I called them, I was put on hold for around 45 minutes before finally talking to someone. And the person I talked to simply asked me my three security questions, which I then answered correctly to get my account unlocked. Now you may be thinking this is a no-brainer to remember your three security questions, but there have been dozens of posts on Reddit and other internet forums like Bogleheads related to this topic. And the reasons why so many people have gotten locked out for forgetting their security questions is this. When Treasury Direct's site asks you to answer your three security questions, it doesn't just present you with those three questions that you originally chose when creating your account. Treasury Direct presents you with all 10 questions. So first you have to remember which of those 10 questions were the three that you chose in addition to remembering the answers to those three questions. And bear in mind, most of the time, Treasury Direct doesn't require you to answer these three questions. So because it's something you do so infrequently, it could be very easy to forget something that you set up several years ago, which is what happened to me. 
And apparently, this has happened to countless people on Reddit and other internet forums. So when you set up your three security questions, make sure you remember them. There's no foolproof way to securely store your security questions, but here are three ways that you might want to consider. The first is to use a password manager like LastPass. Second is to use a program like Verycrypt or BitLocker to store your security questions on an encrypted drive. And third is to just write your questions down on a piece of paper and store that somewhere securely, such as in a fireproof safe. All right, so the second thing you should know before opening an account on Treasury Direct is that phone wait times could be very long. Based on what I've seen on internet forums, some people mentioned that they were put on hold for over two hours before finally talking to someone. I'm filming this video in November of 2022, and the reason wait times are so long is that demand for US Treasuries has gone through the roof since these are some of the highest rates we've seen in over 10 years. I-bonds and T-bills have probably been two of the most popular financial products the past few months. Another reason is that there is a labor shortage in the United States. So right now, it's probably very difficult for them to increase their headcount to alleviate those long hold times. I heard that wait times used to be only 10 minutes, and my hope is that it gets that fast again. But until then, the best time to call Treasury Direct is right when they open, which is 8 a.m. Eastern Time or 5 a.m. Pacific Time. As I mentioned earlier, my wait time was around 45 minutes, and it was only that fast because I called them right when they opened. All right, so the third thing you should know before opening an account on Treasury Direct is that it might be a challenge to add or edit your bank account. When I opened my Treasury Direct account several years ago, all I had to do was enter my bank account info, and I think I had to verify some ACH deposits, and a few days later, I was able to buy US Treasuries. And it's my understanding that for the vast majority of people, it will be that simple. However, the other day, I was trying to add a bank account, and I got a message saying that I needed to fill out a form and get it signed by my bank in person in order to add or edit any of my bank accounts. So I searched internet forums to see if anyone else had this issue. And to my surprise, not only did people have this issue for updating their bank account, there were even some people who were required to fill out the form just to add their initial bank account. Now I'm not sure how true this is, and you should never believe everything you read on internet forums. But if it is true, this is something that you should be aware of. If this does happen to you, just follow the instructions on Treasury Direct, and it may require that you go into a physical bank to get this form signed. However, before filling out the form, you might just wanna first call Treasury Direct and see if they can add or edit your bank account info over the phone. Just remember my last tip for calling them right when they open to reduce the chance of being put on hold for a super long time. All right, so the fourth thing you should know before opening a Treasury Direct account is that you can purchase most US treasuries through a broker like Fidelity. At the time of this video, the one thing I know you cannot purchase through a broker are I-bonds. Here are some other major differences between using Treasury Direct and using a broker that I think you should be aware of. First, the minimum purchase on Treasury Direct is typically lower than a broker. For example, 
The minimum to purchase a T-bill is $100 through Treasury Direct, but the minimum is typically $1,000 through a broker. So if you're investing on a budget, Treasury Direct might be a better option. Second, you can't sell any of your treasuries through Treasury Direct, but you can typically sell your treasuries through a broker, and you can even buy U.S. treasuries on the secondary market through a broker. If you wanted to sell your treasury before maturity, on Treasury Direct, you would first have to transfer your treasury to a broker. So if selling treasuries before maturity or buying them on the secondary market is important to you, then a broker might be a better option. Third, you can't put treasuries in a tax-advantaged account through Treasury Direct, but through a broker like Fidelity, you can buy treasuries in a tax-advantaged account such as a Roth IRA. So if owning U.S. Treasuries in a tax-advantaged account is important to you, a broker might be a better option. So if you are really against opening a Treasury Direct account for whatever reason, you could try using a broker instead. All right, so those are the four things that I think everyone should know before opening a Treasury Direct account. Not to discourage you from opening a Treasury Direct account, but just so that you can be prepared and hopefully have a smooth experience using Treasury Direct. So let me know what you think. Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching and I will see you next time.